just because you know test cricket is not a sustainable format which everyone agrees to it is not uh, how can you kill the right of teams wanting to play that format and uh, just like take it away from them oh he's knocked him over what a river what a good piece of bowling 51.1 a wicket made superb fast bowling you're listening to the state of cricket podcast by cricket huddle let's go a statement that was made by ian chapel that kind of made our ears perk a little bit because he made a very relevant point in terms of uh, the future of test cricket and as you know we are big fans of test cricket ourselves um, and i love this format uh, more than anything else but what ian chapel was really talking about was uh, restrict test cricket to the power centers which is the top 3 or 4 teams and the rest of them should basically not play any test cricket uh, they should focus on one days and t20s uh, so with that i really want to open up the debate um, and uh, you know get the ball rolling so over to you boys uh yeah uh for a change i would agree with ian chapel um uh, uh mainly because if test cricket wants to survive uh and garner the interest i would like to have test matches being played where there is a healthy competition um and currently uh, i i i won't like to use the word power center but at least the the teams that are really playing good in test cricket as of today and the four teams that come to my mind are india australia england and south africa right now uh new zealand only play good when they're playing at home uh but uh i would definitely agree with that uh, especially if you don't want to see an australia playing west indies like what's happening right now or when india plays sri lanka whether it's home away or india plays bangladesh uh those matches are basically useless people just pad their stats using those matches and the results is foregone conclusion and it really is not helping this world test championship if it's just restricted to say five or six teams would be even more interesting and you could at least you could actually have each team playing against each team in a like a minimum three match series and then actually have like a semi final or a final you know uh, and you could play more games is then you could afford to play a best of 3 final than just a single one off final at launch i think so i, I would think, agree with him i mean that's surprising because because uh, one of the one of the aspects of um, the counterpoint if i may say is uh, you kind of in the last couple of years the icc wanted to focus on test cricket or at least did not want to kill that format because of which they made bangladesh uh, afghanistan toil hard in order to qualify get their infrastructure and system put the financial requirements in in place so that those teams could actually be eligible to play test cricket and now after doing all of this if just because you know test cricket is not a sustainable format which everyone agrees to it is not uh, how can you kill the right of teams wanting to play that format and uh, just like take it away from them 
because you just so, made it happen for them like literally two years back. I, and I agree. So I, I wouldn't say kill the format for the other teams, but I would I would literally. I mean, when I used to play league cricket in Arizona, we used to have the 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 tier system. We used to play two tiers, and there used to be relegations every year. Top two teams from Group B will go up, uh, relegated up into Group A, and the bottom two teams from Group A will be relegated down. So, if you let's say just just as a sample, if you let's say Group A or the elite group only have five teams, and all the other teams are playing in the plate division or whatever, and one relegation allowed every year or every cycle. Let's say your World Test Championship has two-year cycle. Then every two-year cycle after the World Test Championship final has happened, you look at the rankings. Whichever top the plate group will go up and which team finished at the bottom of the elite group will go down. That will also give relevance when, let's say in plate group, you have teams like Sri Lanka, Pakistan, West Indies, Bangladesh, Afghanistan. Let's say these five teams and maybe even Ireland. Six teams are battling each other. Then there is a healthy competition and the competition is for purpose because now if Afghanistan has fought hard to get a recognition in a test, uh, you know, uh, test qualification, they might want to try harder and get into the elite group. And if they manage to beat Pakistan or Sri Lanka to get there, then it's even better. That means their infrastructure and their test quality of test cricket has improved. Uh, same incentive could be for West Indies. And if West Indies doesn't want to do it, then so be it. Then they can just, you know, fizzle out of test format. They can Their players can just keep playing T20 leagues all over the world and they can just play white ball. But no, then... I feel like what West Indian cricket has done or at least has shown with their first test performance against Australia is uh, they are... I mean, of course, they are not matching to what Australia is, but they, mm-hmm. they were they were fighting it out till the fifth day, which is what they, basically we want in a test match, right? Yes, and, and that is why, because if you look at the players who are playing the test cricket for West Indies, that's like a completely different setup. Those players, hardly any of these, I mean, maybe Jason Holder plays in the white ball, but other players, you don't even see them in the white ball. And that's that's good. If West Indies want to identify these players specifically for Test cricket, Craig Braithwaite, uh, uh, Blackwood, and all these players, and they are specifically playing for Test cricket because they have that uh, drive in them to play the the best format. I still believe Test cricket is the best format. That's the format that really tests you. But if you want to keep the public interest alive. Uh, yes, there will be one odd game. I mean, I'll be surprised if West Indies can sustain this intensity against Australia in until the third test match. Usually, they do come hard in the first test, but by the time the summer is over for them in Australia, third test, they might lose by an innings or so. So, it's, it's hard to see that competition. If they have beaten, let's say, Pakistan, Sri Lanka, and Afghanistan, Bangladesh in the elite, in the plate group, and come up relegated, then they might be able to give a better fight to like South Africa and New Zealand and may come shoulder to shoulder with India, Australia and England. So I think that would be a better way in my opinion. Maybe, maybe. I think what you're saying makes sense. But but even on the other hand, if you kind of look at 
let's say the top four team or top five teams mm-hmm. let's just decide that is based on the ICC test rankings right yeah mm-hmm. all the five teams are able to play each other it's going to bring up a new problem because say for example India and Pakistan there's a good chance both the teams will be in the top five right with all the things that we talked about in the last episode with Ramiz Raja I don't think there is any chance in the world that India plays against Pakistan in Pakistan or the other way around. So bilateral is impossible. Okay. Unless it's a neutral venue and India agrees to that, which they will never. Not in the current state that BCCI is in where they are basically ruling the roost. So I feel, I mean, you can hope for, hope for that. Uh, what Ian Chappell is saying in terms of logic, mm-hmm. but in terms of reality, I feel it holds no ground. And another thing, if you actually look at it in terms of the money that's made in every format these days, it's not really the ticket revenue from the grounds. Mm-hmm. Broadcasting rights. Yeah. And the what the broadcaster really cares about is if they have a agreement with a board for mm-hmm. that year mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. home matches ATM or whoever that is for that matter mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is going to be the title sponsor all they are going to do is make sure their views which is those 2 million, 3 million, 5 million 20 million from home are consistent because if that view count is higher than their movie view count, which is what these streaming platforms do. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a success. So, so you bring up a valid point, right? So, yes, that is a concern. If you just want to stick to the formula that okay, home away, home away, or whatever it is. If BCCI and or ICC want to be smart enough, just look at which game in the World Cup, the currently concluded T20 World Cup which game had the maximum attendance. It was not the final. The game with maximum attendance was the game at the G between India and Pakistan. Right? And that even had more attendance than some of the uh, football games that are happening in the Qatar right now. And uh, it, it's so popular. So, if India and Pakistan were to play a bilateral series or whatever, home or away, I think the conditions in Sharjah or Dubai are not much different than what they would find in India or Pakistan. And I think BCCI should make their stance clear rather than just being this ambiguous that, oh, government doesn't allow us to travel there. It should just be, our government should make it clear that, okay, Pakistan may host England, they may host New Zealand. The security for those teams is different. Security concerns, security concerns for India are different. So there is no way in the hell that's going to happen. But we understand ICC's perspective. We understand Pakistan's perspective. We are not forcing Pakistan to come here and play uh, bilateral series. We won't go there. Any bilateral series that's part of the ICC World Test Championship cycle, if that has to happen, it will happen in Georgia. I think that will be a best solution because, again, look at how many rights and money uh, you know, TV rights and money you can garner by just hosting a three-match test series in Sharjah. 
you mean only for the india pakistan test matches yes so in for india pakistan either plate uh for i mean icc makes this rule that you have to play home or away or if you can't agree playing home or away just play at a neutral venue and for india and pakistan it could be australia unless england or uh, uh, sorry it could be sharjah unless england or australia want to be gracious enough and want to host india and pakistan but you know but that's uh, basically throwing away revenue that was always going to be yours because uh, what what you're going to be doing is you're going to be just banking on the broadcasting rights to make you that money but mm-hmm. you really are not going to make any money from the grounds or stands or those things right because no you won't but right now you're not right now you're not making any money because the match is not even happening instead if you make an agreement with say sharja cricket board or whatever whatever that entity is and you say we'll split 50% of the tv rights or whatever because one time the series is held it will be called the india's home series next time it is held it will be called pakistan's home series then at least those boards respectively can earn 50% instead of earning 0% that's that's the way i look at it from business perspective because i still believe india pakistan test series is going to generate a lot of revenue let's let's consider hypothetical scenario because do you think the india pakistan test series say it's a three match series played in sharjah do you think that will receive more views than what a t20 match or a one day match receives it will receive more views than in the current setup when india plays sri lanka at home or they go to sri lanka or they go to west indies it will definitely receive more reviews than that mm-hmm. i mean when india play when india hosts west indies let's say in narendra modi stadium half the stadium is empty or 75% stadium is empty they have to bring in school kids offer them free seats and that's how they make the stadium look full because nobody wants to watch india play west indies in a test match which they know is going to be over by second day uh, if west indies fights they can stretch the game to the third day so yes. especially because it's i mean forget india playing west indies india playing anybody even australia unless the match is neck and neck yeah yeah i don't see full stadiums these days for test no. match no and honestly um that's why the format of test cricket even though everyone loves it I mean, i'm quite biased that i only like to watch test matches outside india not even within india anyone because it, because india is not helping by making the ditches for pitches you know um uh, we should india also as a nation and i think india is doing it because the current indian batting lineup is not good to play spin because if they tried it chennai first test against england they tried it they gave the dust bowl the typical traditional chip off dust bowl was awarded and what happened was joe root creamed you up they scored 570 and you lost you lost badly so immediately shastri kohli management decided to give you uh, or demand for you know the ditches and the next three games all of them finished in three days so i mean that's not the way i mean when when the faf four were playing we used to win on dust bowls because we used to do the traditional batting you know bat 400 500 runs and then uh, spinners would do the job on the fifth 
now we don't have the spinners apart from ashwin and we don't have the batters who can bat in a test match to get 400 runs even on a dust bowl yeah i think uh, test cricket as a format uh, one of the prime reasons why it was still relevant is because kohli was the captain and kohli backed it i feel uh, a lot depends on what rohit sharma says about test cricket now because yeah. if he is going to be the guy saying hey you know i'm mumbai indians captain i mean yeah. you know i don't really yeah. care about the test cricket format uh, it it won't take time for that format to vanish completely and the other the other concern is well rohit sharma whatever he says i don't see rohit sharma being a test player for more than two more years so probably by the 2025 world test championship cycle uh, you know uh, rohit sharma would be that would be his last uh, as a test player i believe and uh, so india better appoint a a better vice captain in test cricket uh, kl rahul has shown enough ample data that he is not a leadership material so somebody young somebody around 25 or younger to be identified for test cricket to lead india you know just like when kohli was handed the test captaincy he was what 25 26 uh, somebody like that no i think uh, i think it's a good point i don't want to make it an india and test matches because i'm sure the with the bangladesh series coming up we will have chance to discuss that so i yeah. don't want to take that topic uh, to that Uh, area but i think that's that could be a relevant point and depending you know you need a person who loves test cricket i just feel yeah. rohit sharma doesn't love test cricket just like like kohli does right so if you need someone to lead the team i feel just like south africa did with graeme smith yeah exactly somebody like ruturaj gaikwad who is going to be the next a big thing for test matches yes. and just give yes. him captaincy of that format with a fresh set of players who want to play test cricket yeah. with cheteshwar pujara with people who are not going to be playing t20 cricket most of the times mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. just create a completely separate squad for it yes i mean the way and england is doing it it's it's quite systematical because only that way can you make the format of test cricket sustainable right sustainable like, and and they are they are bringing they are bringing the interest back because you know when was the last time a team had scored 500 runs in a curtailed day not even the full 90 overs 75 overs right so one hour of the play was lost and they still managed to score 500 runs in a day yeah i think i think and that's why what we started with the whole point of this discussion is uh, regardless you want to make the format relevant and sustainable yeah, yeah. in the coming years because otherwise these records those 50 hundreds of sachin or anything for that matter those become irrelevant right if the format vanishes away yeah so yeah i think uh, parting words uh, in that scenario because we like to we like to give solutions on this podcast what are the solutions your top 3 solutions to make uh test cricket relevant or keep it relevant so any solution that will come in play will have to come in play after the 2023 world test championship final because that's when you start the new uh, cycle 
I would recommend changing it to a tier system. I would recommend five teams in the elite group, and remaining whatever seven, nine, whatever teams you want to have, uh, you can have more teams. Once you include, and that's the advantage of having the uh, uh, hierarchical system. So restrict only five teams in the elite group, and the played group. You may add now Ireland or some other teams that are aspiring to play Test cricket. Add them, and then. Play kind of a similar uh, approach in both the leagues, elite league and the plate league, and then have the same uh, elite league final, a plate league final, two years down the road, and the winner of the plate league final will be relegated up for the next cycle in 2025, and the 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 bottom team after the two year cycle 2023 to 2025 should be delegated down. Uh, into the plate group for the next cycle so that would be my first and i don't know if we want to look at uh, a four day format i don't think so because most of the test matches are really getting excited and five day format is working so i wouldn't think so but maybe certain standardization i don't know how icc would do that but standardization of wickets so that we don't do lopsided what we saw Against the last two tests in uh, at Motera Stadium or Narendra Modi Stadium against England last year, I don't want to see that quality of because even the top teams were playing supposedly because England was still in contention for the World Cup World Test Championship final at that time. So number two and number three were playing against each other, and the quality of the pitches was so horrendous that was not a welcoming thing for sustaining the Test cricket for long term. There you go. I think um, I would have said the four-day format, but I think you gave a relevant point. Uh, the only thing I would add is, yeah, I think uh, in order to make Test cricket, my only suggestion is have separate teams for that format. So oh, yeah. people are not watching the same guys toil hard for those five days. And I feel yeah. even the compensation system that would be a suggestion I would give. Just like Cheteshwar Pujara is still part of, I think, I don't know what the central yeah. central contracts, the central contract system, right? So there yeah. should be a contract system for white ball and a yeah. central contract system for red ball cricket. Red ball, where yeah. uh, you are actually making because see, if you think about it, the amount of money these guys make from sponsorship or you know that is that is quite quite good it's for players who are not really making that money right virat kohli doesn't need the central contract to be honest but he just needs it so that he plays for india right with with that <coughs> with that in place i think there is time for the central contract system to have a nuance to it where you are paying people for what they bring to the table and just like you did for cheteshwar pujara just because he plays one format mm -hmm. you still kept him at india i don't know what it is called do you, do you remember india a plus a what what is the tier system in that uh it's a plus then a and then uh, yeah, so i think he's yeah. not part of a plus he's the second but he's a he's a yeah which is like the second best 5 crore a year yeah not bad at all. So yeah. uh, you just pay 
players like Ruturaj, so they are actually training for test cricket. Yeah. And you just have this team play test cricket and give Kohli breaks so that he's going to go when they go to Australia, when they go to England, Kohli is mm-hmm. ready and wanting to play. But play a completely separate team and completely have a different system in place because I think that is what I feel will keep the format relevant from India perspective because it's very important for Test cricket to survive. India showing the willingness. If and, India and doesn't the, show the willingness, Test cricket doesn't yeah, survive. Yeah, and, and the other thing with the with the separate contracts, what it will do is let's say a player uh, now these players may not be in contention right now. But let's say Ajinkya Rahane and Cheteshwar Pujara were the best examples where they were misfits in white ball cricket, right? But they were your true red ball cricket players for Team India for quite a few number of years, you know, at least five to six years. Uh, but then they tried to fit themselves or modify their games so that they can bag an IPL contract, you know, obviously for financial security. Instead, if you had given them a separate test contract, then Instead of playing the IPL for those three months, they could go to county and play county and even improve their games. Now, those guys were seasoned, but some of the new aspirants, let's say Shubhan Gill, if he is not fit for uh, T20 cricket, he would rather go play county instead of playing IPL. I think that's a very good point. So, basically, if you have a separate team all by itself, uh, then that team, instead of wasting their time trying to play and they can play IPL. They can, of course, yeah. put in for the IPL format. But besides that, tell them you're not going to play any one days. You're not going to play any T20s. You can play yeah. whatever games you want for your state yeah. side. Yeah. But we want you to focus on tests and you will actually be allowed to play county cricket. Yes, because there is only uh, right now you can only think of four, four or five, four players actually who will be all format players for India. Jadeja, Bumrah, uh, Rohit Sharma and Virat Kohli. That's it. And even now, Rohit Sharma and Virat Kohli would actually give up T20 internationals. So there are only two format players. I so right now, yeah. yeah, yeah. So right now, if my honest opinion, you only have two players who are all three format players. That's Ravindra Jadeja and Jasprit Bumrah. So it's anyway going to go that way. You have some T20 specialist or white ball specialist, cast them that way. You have some Test specialist, cast them that way. That way, if Rishabh Pant is only going to be successful in red ball cricket, let him go play county cricket. He will be even more successful in test match cricket. Right now, he's scoring 100, 135, 150. He will went on. He will go on to score 200, 250 if he plays county. Yeah. Right. And he can bat up at number four. So yeah. there is only advantage doing that. No, I think I think that's that's a very good point. Uh, that's a very good point. I think I think uh, I think that's where we should end because uh, we've kind of uh, we've kind of capped it really well. So yeah, I mean we started with the debate part, but I think uh, we ended with the sustainability of Test cricket and actually uh, giving brilliant solutions. Uh, two of three of which I yeah. think can be implemented. Uh, one is the four-day format, which is kind of touch and go. The second yeah. one is. Uh, what was the first one you gave? A tier system. Yeah, the tier system. Yeah, I think very relevant. The four-day format. Third mm-hmm. is separate central contracts for test yeah. and one cricket. And fourth, the willingness of India to play test cricket. <laughs> because yeah. India has to show that willingness, which is quite the most important one. Uh, because I feel the other teams 
and when I say other teams, there's a good chance England and Australia are just waiting on their haunches, looking at, okay, if India's not interested, if India wants to play IPL, we're going to capitalize with test cricket because that is our format that we can really, really yeah. go ahead with, with baseball and all those things. So they can, yeah. they can really make that format relevant for themselves. They have a very good county system anyways. And I think for India to be willing to play test cricket, the tier system would help because then India doesn't have obligations to play against Sri Lanka, Bangladesh and West Indies. Agreed. Agreed. You know, they will just have to play against four nations. Agreed. And then that will also uh, take care of the adjustment of the calendar and, you know, players availability and all that stuff. No, absolutely. I think I think spot on. I think, I yep. think we've pretty much covered everything. Yep. Alright, that's Amar. That's the episode, guys. Thank you for listening. Again, hit subscribe on iTunes or follow on Spotify. And see you next week. There you go.